Hi everyone, this is Father Jim Churn, and you're listening to the Pope Benedict XVI School of Prayer podcast, where each week we're reflecting on different catechesis that were offered by the late Holy Father back in 2011 during his Wednesday audiences with the faithful, in which he laid out some of the foundational principles of the life of prayer. Um, the uh, text for these uh, uh, catechesis are, are found in the link in the show notes or in our Facebook group uh, that will take you right to the Vatican website that has all these uh, addresses that the Holy Father made. Uh, I'm using the Ignatius Press book called A School of Prayer. The saints show us how to pray. And we're now at week nine. Um, I guess I should have mentioned that last week uh, when I, I talked about how short the, the episode was, was because this was when the Holy Father was on his August uh, summer siesta. It wasn't quite the vacation because he was still meeting with people, but he did these short little reflections at Castel Gandolfo. So that's what you were going to realize in this week's episode is, as well. It was pretty short. Uh, it's titled Oasis of the Spirit. It was first given on Wednesday, August 10th, 2011. And the Holy Father writes, Dear brothers and sisters, in every age, men and women who have consecrated their lives to God in prayer, like monks and nuns, have founded their communities in particularly beautiful places, in the countryside, on hilltops, in mountain valleys, on the shores of lakes or of the sea, and even on small islands. These places combine two very important elements for contemplative life, the beauty of creation, which evokes the beauty of the Creator, and silence, which is guaranteed by living far from cities and the great thoroughfares of the media. Silence is the environmental condition most conducive to contemplation, to listening to God and to meditation. The very fact of enjoying silence and letting ourselves be filled, so to speak, with silence disposes us to prayer. The great prophet Elijah on Mount Horeb, that is Sinai, experienced a strong squall, then an earthquake, and finally flashes of fire, but he did not recognize God's voice in them. Instead, he recognized it in a light breeze. God speaks in silence, but we must know how to listen. This is why monasteries are oases in which God speaks to humanity. And in them, we find the cloister, a symbolic place because it is an enclosed space, yet open to heaven. Tomorrow, dear friends, we shall commemorate St. Clair of Assisi. Therefore, I would like to recall one such oasis of the Spirit that is particularly dear to the Franciscan family and to all Christians, the little convent of St. Damien, situated just between the city of Assisi among the olive groves that slope down towards Santa Maria degli Angeli, St. Mary of the Angels. It was beside this little church, which Francis restored after his conversion, that Claire and her first companions established their community, living on prayer and in humble tasks. They were called the Poor Sisters, and their form of life was the same as that of the Friars Minor to observe the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
preserving the union of reciprocal charity, and observing in particular the poverty and humility of Jesus and of his most holy mother. The silence and beauty of the place in which the monastery dwells, a simple and austere beauty, are like a reflection of the spiritual harmony which the community itself seeks to create. The world, particularly Europe, is spangled with these oases of the spirit, some very ancient, others recent, yet others have been restored by new communities. Looking at things from a spiritual perspective, these places of the spirit are the backbone of the world. It is no accident that many people, especially in their breaks, visit these places and spend several days here. The soul, too, thanks be to God, has its needs. Let us therefore remember St. Clair, but let us also remember other saints who remind us of the importance of turning our gaze to the things of heaven, as did St. Edith Stein, Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, Carmelite co-patroness of Europe, whom we celebrated yesterday. And today, August 10th, we cannot forget St. Lawrence, deacon and martyr, with special congratulations to the Romans, who have always venerated him as one of their patrons. Lastly, let us turn our gaze to the Virgin Mary, that she may teach us to love silence and prayer.